Yo, what's up, everyone? This is your man, Jess GQ here, and welcome to another episode of The Travel Guys, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. It is Saturday at about 9 in the morning. Uh, I'm flying out to London today in a few hours. Not, not a few hours, but it's flights at like around 3, so I got, I got a good 6 hours to do some last minute running around, uh, but I wanted to touch base. You know, we have been, I want to take some time. We've been talking about the questions episode for a while. And so I definitely wanted to get that out before leaving for the Thanksgiving trip, which, as I mentioned, will be happening today. I got my tea. I'm ready to go. So it's just you and me today. You know, no guests, just your questions, my answers, your ears, you know, all that. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we let's go, let's go ahead and get into it. First, um, the Thanksgiving trip. I know that I've talked about it a little bit, heading to London, Dublin, and Brussels. So should be a, a great time. Thank you to everyone who has, who has reached out with um, some tips and, uh, you know, basically the sites that I need to see, where I need to go, uh, how I need to spend my time there. I think London's going to be super lit, to be all the way honest. Serendipitously, there are some people, some friends that are over there, um, and, and they're, you know, going to help show me around so that'll be it'll be a good time it's always nice to have someone a local there to who knows the ropes and who knows the low spots because you know while i do want to hit buckingham palace and big ben and i'm gonna have the swaggy picture walking across abbey road uh one time for the beatles (laughs) um there's that you know i definitely want to hit the low spots and um you know the locals are who know and you know i try to do the same when they come to my city or a city where I'm in in the states where I, if I can put people on, I like to put them on. So, and I fully expect the same if I come to your city. So, just know that. <laughs> Don't act unfamiliar. And the why? I mean, Thanksgiving is so. Personally, I have a unique family situation when it comes to the holidays. We have a long tradition of a family get together in the Christmas spirit in the first couple weekends of December. So. When I was in grad school and, you know, broke (laughs) and wasn't, uh, my parents live out west. And so wasn't going back. I would have to go back for Thanksgiving, for the Christmas family get together, for the Christmas brunch, and then would have to go back for Christmas as well. That's a lot of money. It's a ton of money. So I ended up like, and going to the same place mind you. So I tried to circumvent that situation a little bit by uh, making sure that, well, not even that. I'll tell you the real. JT Fit and Fresh, friend of the show, hit me. And this is before he was, he had been out of the country. So he was trying to get about, you know, 10 people to all come on this, on this big trip and everything. And it, it, every year was just falling through. We did it for like two or three years prior to that. And I, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey bro, like, you just need to get two of your guys who you know that you can rock with, you know that you can travel and you know who are down, and let's do it, you know? And I was like, I will, you know, ambitiously, like, put my name in the ring, and, you know, you call me with the right price and the right places, and I'm down. I'll get, I'll book on the spot. So, fast forward a little bit. He calls me, I think about six months later. I'm sitting on the couch, and he's like, yo, I got Paris Amsterdam and Rome flights and hotels for 1500. I was like, let me get my card. <laughs> so, and this, and so, you know, instead of spending all that money going, you know, back home, back home, back home, I was like, well, you know, this is a great time to leverage 
a holiday that is accepted and gives you time off from work while so I can finesse a, you know, nine day trip while only taking three days off from work. And I'm one of those people who has like anxiety a little bit when I'm like away from the office because I just like want to know what things are happening and want to remain in tune. You know, I don't want to come back to a to a to a storm of whatever. So um, I, I I personally Thanksgiving week is a bit of a dead week. Um, you know, people are in and out of the office anyway. So it's just like a great time to take like a minimal investment of three days for a large ROI <laughs> in business speak a return on investment for that. Um, you know, with with a nine day trip. So that is and then it just became an annual thing. And so we're going to keep it going. Um, you know, I, I think that it's kind of fly to have Thanksgiving in another country. So, you know, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Uh, it, it works for me. Hopefully it works for you. I'm, I tend to travel around the holidays for the aforementioned reasons. So, um, but yeah, so getting into it a little bit, please. So thank you for everyone who's reached out. I mentioned before, um, I've, you know, mentioned on the, on the podcast and on IG, uh, and on snap, you know, where, where we were going. And so I appreciate everyone who's been to those places. I, I try to not travel back to the same place over and over again. So, uh, I've never been to London. I've never, I've never been to England. I've never been to Ireland. I've never been to Belgium. So uh, thank you to everyone who sent, who sent over, um, you know, guidance in that, in that regard. And, uh, and thank you for the, for the questions that everybody sent. I did not okay the identity sharing, so I'm going to keep those private, but, uh, please continue to send questions, send comments. I always appreciate the love. International P always appreciates the love. Um, and obviously, that's the content for today's episode, you know? So if you'll excuse me, I need to take a, a quick sip of tea and then, uh, no Kermit, and then we can jump into the uh, into the questions. So, all right. Um, the first question was, we're asking about how the trip to Mexico was. Um, Mexico was cool, man. It was, it was definitely dope. It was my first time down there. I have, <laughs> I'm kind of, I've been kind of backwards in my travel, like, I haven't been to, I hadn't been to, I was super late, I'll say, to, uh, in going to Canada and in going to Mexico. And that's no shade to anybody who hasn't, who hasn't been there. Um, it's just typically those are like two, like of the early countries that people will go to because they're so close. Um, and that was just not my experience at all. So, but it was, you know, Canada, I was, I was fortunate. I had one of my, one of my good guys, uh, one time for Andy up in uh, Toronto and you know, it was, it was, it was dope. Like we were able to spend new years up there a few years ago. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then Mexico, um, one time for Chris, congratulations on the wedding. Uh, we had his bachelor party down in Mexico. So I went down there. It was, it was pretty cool. It's, it was, um, I don't think I got a full experience. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, I was in Cancun. So I feel like, you know, for the more authentic experience, like from like seeing the country and being with the people, Mexico City or some of the other non-touristy places would be better in that regard. Um, and then I, we didn't it like, we kind of had a, a bachelor compound. <laughs> we had like a pretty dope house. It had a pool on like the roof. So we like grilled out. We like cooked. There was some dope, like, spaghetti that was cooked i hadn't had spaghetti in so long it was delicious like it was crazy um and, and so you know we were we were just kind of doing that we went out to the clubs like a couple nights it was it was kind of it was quick so i don't feel like i got like the full mexican experience um so that is one place that i will 
uh, repeat. I'm looking to to go back um, when it you know when it makes sense to so where I can like you know truly explore and get a get a good feel for the uh, for the country. The second question is, what are the top three items uh, that I take with me on a trip? Um, this is this is tough. I'm gonna, I'm going to contextualize with a story. So typically. Um, the top three items, very, very plainly. I always have my camera, um, my global entry card. So when you and, the, and there is a global entry question that comes later, um, but they when you apply for global entry, they will give you a number, which largely is like all that you need. But then they'll send you a physical card. I take my physical card with me because every now and again, like TSA PreCheck is supposed to come with um TSA PreCheck is supposed to come with global entry every time, but there are some instances where you will not get TSA PreCheck. And so I've been spoiled. Like PreCheck has made me soft a little bit. I had to say, I had to stand through the the normal security line and I had, didn't have enough time and I was it was it was just stressful. Um, and so I always carry my card because you can you could probably finesse TSA PreCheck either at the um the security gate, like when you're walking through and they're guiding you to either line, or you could go up to the ticket desk and they, and they'll, and tell them, you know, I've got, I've got global entry and they can hook it up. So I always have that. And then, um, my third item, um, I would say there, there are two in this and I'll, I'll bundle these in like under the toiletry bucket. Uh, my retainer, because I was one of those kids who um, had to have braces a few times or a couple times and always lost uh, my retainer. And so uh, vainly. So I just completed Invisalign not too long ago. So I'm, I'm very I'm making certain making certain that I am keeping up with my retainer and wearing that thing. So I don't have to put any more money in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> and then um, my uh, I'm an I'm an asthmatic. So. My, my inhaler. I always have that. The story that I wanted to utilize to add context to this is, and it seems, it's going to seem very basic. It's going to seem very basic. But when I'm traveling internationally, my passport, that is the main thing. And I am, I have been the idiot who went to the airport and didn't have his passport. When I was going to India, uh, shoot, when was this? Like 20, like 2011, I think. Um, I was going to India. I had been out visiting my parents and um, I had left. I was trying to make copies of my passport, which they tell you you need. You don't need that. Um, you heard it here first. I'm not. <laughs> don't 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 buy the hype. Nobody cares about your copies. <laughs> um, but I left. Uh, I was making copies and I go to the. Uh, and I, I, you know, come back to Chicago. I go to the airport excited ish to go to, to go to India. And then I see, uh, I get, get to the gate and he asked for my passport. I reach in my bag and nothing. All I got, all I have is a bunch of copies. I had left my passport on the copy machine in Arizona while I am in Illinois. So obviously that was not the way I think of myself as a pretty skilled Finesse, like I can typically like make some stuff happen. Um, I this was not one of those <laughs> at all. Like they promptly showed me, uh, you know, showed slid me to the side and uh, let other people through, and were like, "You can go up and see what flights are leaving tomorrow, but you're not leaving today." So, um, you know, my parents were nice enough to FedEx my um, 
my passport out and I was able to leave the next day, but it was, it was, it was rough. It was a very, very humbling experience. And, uh, you know, they, they tell you how valuable your passport is, but you never know until you need it. <laughs> so words to the wise, always make sure. So from then, from henceforth, from then, from then on, excuse me, that has been the first item that I pack so that I can make sure that I have that on me because there are certain things that like are nice to have. And there are certain things that will cancel your trip. <laughs> or greatly affected, and that is, uh, you know, the, your passport, um, you know, your wallet. You got you got to have a little bread on you, and if you have any, if you need any medications like that. So I would say those are the three things that you need to be cognizant of whenever whenever packing. Um, the next question: Why did we start the travel guides? So I've said this a lot, but I know that this is like. There are two things that I feel like people know or that I assume that they know, but people don't. Uh, one is why we started the Travel Guys and what the Travel Guys actually is. So we say it at the beginning of every episode. It's the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. There are a lot of globe trotting, like, you know, flooding your timeline. You see people living these extravagant lifestyles. And so some of it, some of it is fugazi. Some of it is real. Um, I, I, we just wanted to hone in on what was real and how other people could partake. That's really it. Um, you know, it's a labor of love. It's just more so ensuring that, you know, we've been blessed to, to be able to travel and the guests have been blessed to travel. Um, but there's a myriad of ways that you can get out and see the world. You know, if you fund it or somebody else funds it, or there are cheap ways to, to make it work. Um, and, but you don't know what you don't know. So we want to, sh- to provide visibility to you all about, you know, what tools are at your disposal so that you can get out and see the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's very accessible, um, but you have to know where to, where to go and where to look. And so the vision for the, for the travel guys was just to be a resource that people could leverage to, um, you know, for information and for perspective, because we're, you know, the guests are people who are working nine to fives, People who have responsibilities, people who adult on a regular basis, but who are able to work their lifestyle, um, you know, to where they can go out and see the and see the world. And, um, you know, I think it's I, 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 I from what I've heard, it's helpful. <laughs> you know, please tell me otherwise. But uh, and what you all want to hear, obviously. But, yeah, that's that's really the the sole purpose for for the travel guides and to just just support, um, you know, people who are in similar situations as us to do more, see more and experience more. And if they have the appetite to, we want to help facilitate that and, um, you know, and help that flourish a little bit. So the third or the next, uh, question, Oh, this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart. Why do you love Southwest so much? So me personally, I can't speak for international P. This is a, this is solely a just GQ message. I, I effing love, I almost, I almost swore. I love Southwest. Love them. Love them, love them. They're not paying for me for this at all. I would shout from the rooftop how much I love Southwest. Southwest has the best flight experience, in my opinion. They have the greatest customer service, in my opinion. It's, it's just phenomenal. You know, they are, they will work with you. I've missed flights. I have forgotten to cancel flights. I've had flights canceled on me. I have, I mean, any any type of situation. I in Southwest, I've never felt like I got taken. 
with Southwest at all. And that's something that is very near and dear to my heart because when you have these, you know, I hate United. And so, <laughs> but for real though, you, the way United will nickel and dime you and that the basic economy fiasco of 2017, I mean, it's just like they will, people will try to, airlines will try to extract every dime from you uh, for anything. Peanuts, literally. Drinks, literally, like water, literally. Like they will try to get you for everything. And Southwest doesn't. And I love it. I love them for it, man. They are they are great. I loved them. I am A-list preferred. I loved them when I wasn't. Uh the A-list preferred definitely is like is a plus. It just helps you get um, you know, you get you don't have to check in. So I know that's a lot of people's gripe with Southwest is that you have to like check in and remember that and all that stuff. And then if you're, if your flight's at three and you log in at three Oh five, then you got C 31. <laughs> and so like, I totally understand that. But so a list kind of alias alleviates that. Um, and then additionally, there's an a list line, like security line, which is, which helps you like move forward. I haven't seen it everywhere. I've seen it in, in Phoenix a lot. Um, it, but the Phoenix airport is, not really that busy so <laughs> you don't really need it but it's all in all and they send you those drink tickets those drink tickets bro oh my goodness they're just they 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 just shower you with love and with care and i just i love them for it you know so cheers to southwest if y'all want to pay me i'm i'm happy to to have a paid endorsement uh and you know holler at y'all every episode but you know this was this is just this is from the heart <laughs> um <laughs> The next question is, I crack myself up sometimes. Um, the next question is, what's the difference between global entry and TSA pre-check and which one should I do? So I talked about this a little bit earlier. When it comes down to price, basically TSA pre-check is $75 and global entry is 100 bucks. You get TSA pre-check with global entry, so it makes a lot of sense to just pay the extra 25 um, And then on top of that, Global entry obviously works for international flights. I told an anecdote on, I forgot what episode it was. It might have been the Cube episode, but my sister was here. What up, Joy? Uh, my sister was here in Chicago for a show. She's a singer. And, and I was, she told me about it, but I was going to be gone. So obviously I wanted to see her, um, you know, perform and just like, just see my sister. Um, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to make it. I'm gonna try to get on an earlier flight. So I jumped on, I like was able to call ahead, um, with Delta Delta is another one of my favorites called ahead and was like, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to move my return flight up. They were like, you can do it for minimal cost, whatever. They ended up not even charging me, but I, the, the, the catch was I had a 20 minute, um, gap between, that's not, that's a lie. 30 minute gap between when my flight landed back in the States or back, uh, yeah, back in the States and when, and where I could get to the Chicago gate. So I had to get through customs and then maneuver through the airport, uh, to get to the gate for the other plane that was flying to Chicago. It was only by the grace of God and global entry that I was able to get through customs, zoom through customs. Uh, I don't, I don't check bags. So like carrying my, carrying my uh, mind on was also a key, um, but was able to zoom through customs and run through the airport and get there 
you know, on time, in time to make the make the flight and then was able to was able to see joy here. So that was that was when global entry was like real to me just because it was beyond a convenience um, standpoint. And it was like more utility as far as like it had it had a purpose. TSA pre-check is cool. I mean, if you're a domestic traveler, like, you know, it, it definitely makes your life a lot easier. Um, I will say one of the if you if you don't want to pay for any of them uh, for either which I do. I mean, I think obviously like I'm a proponent of global entry, but there's an app called mobile passport and mobile passport. I don't know the specifics in depth. I have used it, but I only used it once. You can basically, so when they, when you're about to land back in the States or in another country, they will give you like a, a, a declaration sheet where you have to fill out like what you, what you, where you've been, how long you were gone, where you live, what you bought, what you're bringing back in the States, et cetera. And so you can basically not do that and download the app and you can do it in the app. So you fill out all the information in the app. And then when you go to customs, there will be like a gen pop line. There will be the global entry line. And then there will be this other line that has this weird icon of like, what looks to be like a train conductor man, like, <laughs> or I guess a pilot in a pilot hat, uh, holding up a, um, and it's 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 in like the graphics of the bathroom woman and man, uh, but he's holding up like a card, and that's the mobile passport line, and you go in there, it's usually like super short or nobody's there, and you can you can go through smooth. Um, I, when I was coming back from Mexico, uh, my homie Stu. I like put him on and he said he was just like, he just waltz straight through. So, and it's all good. So that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, just a, a little nugget of information that you, that you can use mobile passport, download it. It's free and well worth it. Um, this is an episode request, so this will be quick, but, uh, Groupon trips is interest in, um, you know, Groupon trips and some of these living social trips that you see where it's, uh, you know, go to Greece for se- uh, seven days and six nights for $700 or something like that. I have not done that. That's not the particular wave that I surf on, but, um, I do have somebody who I can, who I can ask. Um, and I know that, um, she's been on a bunch of them, so I will definitely, you know, holler at her and see if I can, um, if I can get, get her on the show, that would be, that would be great. Um, and then lastly, the Airbnb versus hotel debate. This is interesting to me. This is interesting. So when I am, and it's, it's what's, what's the preference? I, I mean, I prefer hotels. But I don't like paying for stuff. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of the it's kind of the uh, you know the crux of my of my life, and I think a lot of people's lives. Like, yeah, I enjoy things, but like I don't want to have to pay for them all the time. Like, and hotels can get very expensive. Um, there are some apps out there. Uh, I think Hotel Tonight, and uh, I mean the obvious, like the Expedia's, the Hotel Coms, and whatever um, that can help to to reduce the price. Um, so yeah, if I'm traveling for, for business, like, yeah, I'm doing a hotel. That's perfect. But Airbnbs are like, they've definitely changed the game as far as your options. Um, I, I, I had some trust issues with them initially, but I think the fact that I've stayed in, in a good number at this point, they're, they're very, uh, you know, it's, it's very reliable. 
um, Airbnb. And then also, if you're looking abroad, like hostelworld.com, that's a, that's another good one. Um, where you don't have to stay in like a 16 bunk hostel. You can get a two bed private where it's basically a no frills hotel room. You're on a cafeteria floor with two like twin size beds and a nightstand with a clean bathroom. Um, and the, I mean, it's, it's just clean, but it's minimal accommodation, which you really, that's all you really need if you're, if you're traveling somewhere, especially like out of the country. Um, I'm not a resort type of guy. Um, that's just not, this is not my way. Uh, I'd rather have a backpack on my back, uh, camera in my hand, let my beard grow, you know, with, and some tattered clothing. <laughs> so still fresh though, still fresh. Um, but that's just, that's just my way. So all in all fan of both don't like paying for hotels. We'll definitely do an Airbnb and a crunch respect the community. They're looking for hosts, uh, as, as, uh, we spoke about in the no madness, uh, episode. So it's a great way to make some extra money. I got, I have a homie here in Chicago who is, uh, he is, he stays in his home and has people, he just rents out a room and just, you know, collect, lives his life and just collects a little bit of extra money every, every week. He's got, he's got people coming in. So that passive income is definitely, uh, is definitely a move as well. So not to talk your ear off, but for those who are still with me, thank you. I've enjoyed it and I hope you have too. <laughs> but be on the lookout for the travel guides dot world new website that's uh it's coming We're working through the kings it's, it's not going to be up anytime soon but i'm going to keep beating y'all over the head with the message so <laughs> when it does launch y'all will be fully in the know um as well as you know follow us on on social media and my social media is about to be lit i'm about to be on the road for the next like nine days it's gonna be dope um, at GQ50 on uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that, and just GQ50 on Snapchat. International P is at Y E S S U R O 7 Yezer on IG as well. So, with that, that'll conclude another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.